Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, another one bites the dust, Cold War's Greatest Hits, and we have part two of our interview with the amazing Pinky Lilani. Hello, golden one, how are you? My golden child. I have told you, <laughs> we are the monochrome family. All right. Hello, my little black and white child. Um, welcome, my friends, to The Kindness Project. We're going on holiday tomorrow, so we haven't got the time today, aren't we? The yeah. sun is shining, the world is bright, we're jumping on a jet plane and we're flying off to... Uh, we're flying out of sight. We're flying out of sight. Um, but let me do my actual intro, um, which is... I am joined by a girl... Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of the seat? At the doorway, Charlotte appears to descend the beat. Oh, 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 oh. another one bites of dust. I've just literally resorted to picking song lyrics and putting your name in it, Charlotte. <laughs> that's, that's where I am with intros. We're 84 episodes in, and all I can do now is pick a random song and put your name in it. Have you got, have you yeah, got an do, intro? I do have an intro, except that your banging on the table distracted me from my holiday-themed intro. Go on in. Two holidays, he said, never enough. Chris Day. <laughs> two? Are we talking about two a month? <laughs> I mean, come on. You, like, you can't have too many holidays, can you? Let's be honest. Grab your passport and your bikini. I need a holiday. Come see me. That's that's how I feel about holidays. So, yeah, we are... We had, like, seven last year. I thought you had four. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are not really, like, big holidays, are they? They're mini-breaks. But this year, we have been to Japan. We are going to Cyprus. We are going to Holland. Uh, I'm going away with my dad later in the year. Uh, I'll try and fit in a couple of little mini breaks. And we're p- planning, should we tell our listeners about the E-T-T? Because that is going to be amazing. That sounds for next year, though. I know, I know. But, you know what? I've, I've been speaking a lot at the minute um, uh, about money and happiness. And uh, one of the things that makes you happy is planning holidays. <laughs> So should we talk about where you want to go on this holiday? You want to do a world... You want to do a a tour of... What do you call it? Cold War's greatest hits, don't you? Yeah. I don't know whether the Cold War had any greatest hits. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. You know, uh, the Hungarian Uprising, Prague's Group, Checkpoint Charlie, Berlin Wall. You know, Cold War's greatest hits. Yeah, no, I I, I don't consider the Berlin Wall greatest anything. (laughs) It was a good wall. (laughs) Yeah, you know what was pretty great? As, well, it was knocked down. As, as walls go, it wasn't a bad wall. However, um, uh, it wasn't a... Pol- uh, some walls can be constructive. Um, the bird was... Cuba, don't complain. I want to go to Cuba. So do I. I want to go to Cuba. Oh, the Cuban Missile Crisis is one of my favourite topics. <laughs> I don't find myself talking about that often. <laughs> I'd rather talk about tango and like Cuban dancing 
um, and yeah, mojitos <laughs> and classic cars and I stuff like that. Other fizzy drinks are available. Other fizzy drinks are available. Um, so um, <laughs> yeah, other countries are. Um, we're off to um, Cyprus. Other uh, Cold War's great to say it's Poland. Other Cold War is available. Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Other Eastern European countries are, are available. Germany, um, I hardly know where the other Cold War's greatest Other European stalwarts are Russia. available. <laughs> yeah. so, so we are at the moment planning that trip, which should, should be good. Um, but but um, what I want to do is crack straight on with um, the question of the podcast this week. Now, last week we had what is the most, who is the most overrated actor or musician and there were some commentators that accused me of and I think fairly actually accused me of, of that not being the kindest question in the world and suggested that for next why are you putting glasses on the podcast mic why, right, you do not need to personalise the podcast mic, you haven't got to put your glasses on everything, if you're going to put your glasses on an inanimate object do it to fruit, it's funnier or, I don't know, a teddy bear. I or know, but like, the, my glasses and the, the mic... Have you ever tried to put your glasses on fruit? Yes. Right, what fruit works best? Oranges. But you need the right size oranges, don't you? You need a big orange. Don't put them on the dog ones. Right. <laughs> Why are you putting glasses on the dog? <laughs> you got balls. Right, if you, if you are if we are going to have a pet, and I haven't got one of these, but and you were going to put, we need a monkey, don't we? I was going to say well, dragon, but okay. <laughs> no, you know what we need? We need a monkey to just dress up as a human. Do you remember? You don't remember this, but there used to be adverts um, that that um, uh, there was a, a brand of tea called PG Tips, and all of the adverts were monkeys dressed as humans. Um, like the, the the Stitch Monkey thingy. But I, if I had a monkey, I'd dress him as a professor, and instead of glasses, I'd make him wear a little monocle. No, I think that'd be better. with a little priest elf. A priest? <laughs> yeah. A monkey priest. <laughs> right, okay. Is it right? No, because if you have a monkey, you know what I I've never seen a monkey make a praying sign. <laughs> no. I don't know, you must be hanging around with it. Where do you hang around with your monkeys? Uh, wherever they have the capuchin monkeys, because those are cute. Well, one of my I remember, holidays... I remember the ghost gorilla with a new tr- and his friend stole his blanket. <laughs> one of my holidays that is shit, funny enough, is to Gibraltar. And that is famous for having a lot of monkeys there. So I will, I will check out whether any of those monkeys pray. <laughs> But, I know what monkeys do do, right? They do steal shoes quite a lot. And ice lollies. And ice lollies. They do pinch stuff. They are thieving animals, the monkeys. Um, just because, like, I don't know. They like to pinch stuff, don't they? Do you know that saying, it's like, monkey see, monkey do? It's like... Monkey see, monkey pinch. <laughs> yeah, like, do you, you think a monkey saw, saw someone steal something once? And they were like, right, I'm going to try it. And then it just spreads. I, I just think, like all animals, they are. Like we, like you, I mean, we've evolved to live in a society where not just taking stuff, 
like just taking stuff isn't the way we do it. But every other animal in the world, if it wants to eat, if it wants food, doesn't get its wallet out or paid by contact list, does it? It just, so it just takes it. Now, what? I, so, so the food stuff, like stealing ice lollies and stuff like that, I can completely understand. It's part of a animal's evolutionary. It's the way they've evolved to behave. Um, uh, and you could argue that we've evolved beyond that um, in some ways and if you look at the current political situation um, devolved into uh, a bit more of a primal situation in some parts of the world but um, Trump but, um, but uh, uh, the reality of it is uh, I get where it comes from when it comes to food because like you, like like our dog eats anything anywhere because he doesn't know when the next time he's going to eat is. So that's an evolutionary it's thing. Right. So I get I get the food, Charlotte. Why shoes? Why would a monkey steal shoes? They're small enough they can sleep in them. No, they no no. These monkeys were bigger than that. I mean, I've got big feet, but you're not going to find a monkey a kip in one of my trainers, are you? <laughs> well, if it was a baby monkey. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, again, I don't know whether whether it was. Um, I don't. I don't know why that is. So, unofficial question of the podcast is: I wouldn't sleep. Can you tell me why? Have <laughs> <laughs> a woman who slept in a shoe. She had loads of kids in there. Maybe we should move to a shoe and see what it's like. Um, anyway, um, unofficial question of the podcast is: um, Do you know why monkeys? still non-food we'd like to understand that a bit more and then the visual question of the podcast after last week's question which was who's the most overrated um, actor or musician i'd like to know who's the most underrated so let's get a bit of balance in our lives a bit more balance in the world um, and we'll we'll find out who the most underrated actor or musician is and you can get in touch with us in a Plethora. Plethora is the word that I wish I had on the tip of my tongue, but you've you've done it for me. Of ways, how do people get in touch? What's wife, Marshall? <laughs> right, why did you wait? Why did you wait for me to take a drink of my water before you started making funny comments? I literally almost spat over my laptop there. What does Wi-Fi stand for? <laughs> what does Wi-Fi stand for? I don't know. What wireless does... something. Wireless. Fireless. Wireless. <laughs> uh, no, not fibre, because fibre's actually... No. Yeah, it's like fibre Robert. Wireless, wireless, that's what it stands for. <laughs> Can you tell people, instead of worrying about monkeys stealing shoes or what Wi-Fi stands for, <laughs> where they can actually get in touch with us? All right, well, we have Twitter. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's apparently a big thing now. It's all right, it's quite popular, that Twitter thing, isn't it? Well, apparently millions of people download it, like, all the time. Yeah, which people love it. Good for you, fun. Um, and we are at All Our Kindness. So that's good. Um, and then we have Facebook and there's a search bar and you can just Google us in there. Well, don't Google us in there because you search us in there and you Google us on Google. But if you Google on us on Google, we do put, we do. We up. are top of the charts there. We are top, oh no, um, sorry, that's a different song. Um, we are, if you Google the Kindness Project, we just come up top, which is amazing. Take a chill pill. 
I'm happy about it. Why, why would I be happy about it? Also, if you'd like to become part of the Kindness Project family, there's merch, isn't there? There's merch. So if you go to www.thekindnessproject.co.uk forward slash merch, um, you can buy all sorts of Kindness Project related stuff. 100% of the money that we um, get from that goes to charity um, after Charlotte's fee of um, £5 a t-shirt. I need your token. No, no, I'm taking 1p and I'm just going to put it in a tiny pot that has pot labelled on it. (laughs) What are you going to do with the money in the pot? I'm going to cash it in. Cash it in. And and use it to buy my own t-shirt. Kindness Project T-shirt. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Money looks back anyway. It, 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 it's all cyclical, isn't it? Yeah. So that's what we're going to do with the money. We're going to give 100%. I don't really have apart a pot. From, I just have <laughs> a pot on it. <laughs> all the money goes to the... Apart, from, apart from Charlotte's fictional um, take um, to um, charity. So please uh, give and buy Kindness Project merch generously because it helps us raise a bit of cash for some good causes. And on that note, shall we get on with the show? Go on then. So, what I want to do is introduce uh, the second part of a interview with an amazing lady, Pinky Lalani. She's a OBE. She's got an OBE. She's got a CBE. Yeah. Um, which uh, and she's won them for both services to charity and for services to women in business because she's done she's helped both she's had a really varied career um she's a chef she's a philanthropist she's a motivational speaker somebody who supports other people and gives money away to charities and helps people out um she believes in feeding people in her own house so that might be uh, that might be an opportunity to go around and have a bit of Bit of nice bit of food, aren't it? At some point. Um, so yeah, so we're we're um, we're really pleased that she came on the podcast to talk to us. And in the second part of her interview, the first part was last week. If you haven't listened to it, you can. Um, Any steps back? Yeah. Well, look. All You're not listening from the beginning. Why are you listening at all? <laughs> well, don't put people off. They can listen in whatever order they want, can't they? But we have now got a massive back catalogue of um, amazing interviews, amazing question of the podcasts, nonsensical waffling from us. You can get the lot 80 times over where we just, yeah, we just love it, don't we? start from the beginning, we're really inexperienced, so it's even more funny. It's touch and go, isn't it? Let's be honest. At the start, we were like, what are we doing? But now... We're like, what because are we, we doing? We were really serious at the start. We were like, yeah, we've got to get through this. We've got to get every section done. And now we're just like, yeah, dude, we're good. <laughs> we, I think we've got better at it, to be honest. Anyway, let's go on with the interview. <laughs> we're taking chill pills. Yeah, let's go on the interview with Pinky. Pinky um, is amazing, funny, a brilliant woman and continues to promote kindness in business which is the reason I wanted her to come on um, and in the second part of the interview she shares more great stories and answers some questions of the podcast um, and I think that being thought of and people doing doing things where they go actually we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing and the kind thing is is fundamentally important important tell tell me a little bit about the leading lights 50 leading lights campaign um and 
And what surprised you the most when you launched the campaign? Okay. Um, well, you know, I, I thought, how do we bring kindness into the public domain? I can talk about it all my talks, but I said, you know, unless people see people, important influencers, kind, they're not going to really mm. think it's important. And so we decided to launch Kindness and Leadership 50 Leading Lights. So we didn't say the 50 kindest people, we said they were leading lights. Yeah. Very kind people. And we didn't have any order of, we didn't rank them because I think it's very hard to rank titles. So yeah. we asked people for nominations. And, yeah. um, and ultimately it comes down to very personal episodes, but there were some that were generally considered to be kind leaders. You know, there were people writing amazing testimonies for someone saying how they've been kind. So it was surprising we wanted it from a variety of fields. We wanted it to be people in power who had influence. And uh, what surprised me was after we got the list together, we had a very high panel of judges because I didn't want to then be questioned as to why is so and so there, why is someone not there, etc. Mm. So I thought I've got this really people with impeccable credentials doing the judging. Okay. Um, and they were very enthused. They, you know, they were very intrigued by the whole um, concept. And um, we decided we would launch the list on World Kindness Day. Okay. And then also the Financial Times was our media partner, so we published the list in the Financial Times on that day, and we opened the London stock market. So it was funny because normally the stock market is open when people are, you know, getting an IPO, but here was yeah. nice, was actually uh, debuting on the stock market. <laughs> See that. And that was really, and the, the one question they all asked how can we help? And so this year, I'm very excited. We haven't yet gone into the public domain about it, but I'd like to think we're going to do 25 high, you know, like influencers, hmm. and then 25 emerging leaders who are kind. Okay. Because I think that's important too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree with that. It's really interesting. I think one of the one of the traits that we see in the um, in the people we interview is their willingness to help. So you know when you when you talked about that people are coming back to you and going thank you for this. How can we help more? I think that is a a, a clear trait of somebody who's trying to be kinder, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Um, and sometimes people don't know. And people say, "How do you know somebody's kind?" And I said, "You intuitively know. I know when somebody's being unkind. Yeah. Sort of from your heart to something else's heart, or whatever. And it's the way people make you feel. Yeah. Great. Um, and again, that's your perception, but that's reality for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think you're right. Um, so, is kindness infectious in your opinion and how do we how, how do we make sure that we're spreading kindness more broadly how do we spread kindness yeah that's what you're saying yeah on a daily basis yeah well you know i have a mantra and my mantra is to have not lived a perfect day unless you've done something for someone who okay. can never repay you so i actually walk around every day with five chocolate gold coins and I give them to people who I will never meet again. Maybe somebody who gives me a smile when 
I go inside an office, the receptionist is nice to me. And actually, you can see the look on their face because hundreds of people come into offices and they just like some of them are, you know, not in a good mood and the receptionist is just another person they look at. Yeah. But something takes time. And Vijayan, I think we can all, every single day, make someone feel better by just being aware of them, by engaging with them, with actually asking them a question. And yeah. it takes a little. And I think also now, so we, we should be calling people up. Yeah. I think we're too much on our smartphones and sending messages. But yeah. if you ring up someone and say that I'm just thinking of you, what you're up to, you know, even people who you do business with, I find they love it because nobody ever calls. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for me also, food is such a great way. So when I go to meet people for a business meeting, often I'll take along a little takeaway box of chickpeas for them. And I don't think they forget that. Sometimes I won't take it for the executive I'm going to meet, but I'll take it for a secretary. Love it. And so then that little kindness goes a very long way. So, so I love the I love the coins idea. I love the chocolate gold coins idea. That's a really good one. I might start cooking some omelets and just bringing those along to and to meetings I come to. Make so many friends. I'm uh, forever making friends by. Uh, obviously, for me, the easy thing is because I do it a lot. I enjoy inviting people to my home. Yeah. So I think when people get invited, and and I realise everybody can't do that because yeah. maybe they don't. You know, they're not used to it, but for me, you know, having people yeah. to your home is the greatest kindness for most people because yeah. they're not invited, they're, they're warm, they're, they feel you, they must be special to I, be invited. I, I, also, I also think when you see a different perspective on somebody, don't you, when you, when you see them in a different environment. So even if you're working with them, you want to... It's really interesting. There's a, a, a guy who works with me, uh, Sam. He's worked with me for three or four years. He joined the business a little while ago now. And um, uh, we were chatting about him. We were talking about him joining the business. Um, and Cassie, my wife, runs our business with us. And um, she suggested instead of, um, instead of us just him coming in the office and us talking business, why don't we go um, pumpkin picking? Because it was Halloween, so why don't we take take the kids? He's got he's got two, um, and and I've got uh, two as well. Take the kids pumpkin picking, and just seeing somebody out with their family, you get a really good indication of what sort of person they are. Um, and it, it and, and then and then three weeks later he phoned me and said right I'm ready to join. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I agree. Put, taking somebody out of that environment where sometimes the perception's different is a is an interesting one. Yeah, no, uh, it's, I, I think it's important. And also most people, I, I, the reason why being kind is a, you know is so powerful is when you're kind, you feel nice. Yeah. If you mean to someone, there's no way you can feel good in yourself. Agreed. So, you know, and we all want to be in a state of feeling good about ourselves because when we feel good yeah. about ourselves, we can do much more in the world. Yeah. Right? We also to be kind. Yeah, great. Some people, if you've never experienced kindness, then you don't know how to be kind yeah. because you know you've never seen evidence of it. And they said that um, uh, it was Aristotle who said, "We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then not an act, but a habit." And I yeah. think kindness can 
also be, you know, we can substitute that for kindness. Yeah, great, great. I, I, you're absolutely right. I actually think uh, there's a there's a really good book um, called The Five Side Effects of Kindness by a, a guy called Dr. David Hamilton. Um, uh, and it's part of his argument for his case for kindness is actually kindness is really quite selfish because you're in a position where it makes you feel better as well. <laughs> that, Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I say when I, I feel kind. I feel nice. When I've done something nice, I can see the person really yeah. overcome by it. It makes me, gives me a nice warm fuzzy. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. So, uh, and, and, and I've got a bit of a personal sort of perspective on this because, as I say, I've got two daughters who uh, I'd love to inspire to believe that they could achieve anything. But how do we empower more female leaders? really, you know, it's by helping them to be themselves. I think you can only be a good leader if you are what you really believe in. Yeah. So I think really helping them to find their passion, to, uh, to help them to express that, to help them to meet other people. I think networks are very important. Agreed. And also, you know, forever, um, I, you know, like really helping them to be the best they are. And I think sometimes yeah. we live in a world which has certain rules and regulations. For me, there are no rules. Yeah. We can make our rules as we go along. And the main thing is how to be the best you are. Because if you try to do something you're not, mm. you're never going to succeed. So I think with female leaders, it's giving them that support, help collaborating with them, uh, giving yeah. them appreciation, telling people they're good. Because yeah. the greatest human craving is the craving to be appreciated. Yeah. So when people are never appreciated, nobody ever tells them they're good, they're always being run out. Yeah. It's never been the best. Yeah. I, I, I think you made a really interesting point there. I think the point that you made that isn't said enough is, uh, and, and something we try and teach our daughters, is be you. Don't try and pretend you're something else. I think, I think authenticity is one of those things that um, uh, we change about ourselves because we want to fit in, but sometimes we make ourselves unhappy because, because we're in a position where we're, we're pretending. Um, um, so I, I, I think uh, be you is a is a is a really interesting thing. <coughs> I think also sometimes if you don't fit in, walk away. You know, yeah. Because I, I think you know when you do the right thing, something else comes up somewhere. Yeah. You know we are so afraid of closing a door yeah. that we can never see the open window. And I found every single time when things have gone wrong something else even better comes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, people, I also, when you commit yourself, then providence moves too. So people will, you know, when you tell tell someone, you put it out there, all kinds of people, if there's a culture of kindness, people will come back. But you have to, you're absolutely right. You have to be authentic. If they think you're faking it, you're not going to get far. Yeah, great. And, 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 and the world's a big place, right, Pinky? If, if that opportunity isn't right for you or it's not a culture you want to be part of, um, leave and do something else. But, yeah, it's, it's sometimes, yeah, sometimes quite scary to do that, but I, I think you're right. So um, if you could give me three top tips for being a kinder leader, what would you, what would you choose? Hello? Hello, Pinky, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? 
Hello? Oh, hold on. Hello? Hi, Pinky, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I, I lost you. I lost you for a minute. I think I may have pressed the wrong button on my phone. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I'm um, glad I'm not the only one that does that. <laughs> no, I, I'm there as well. So if you could give me three top tips for being a kinder leader, what, what would you suggest? Okay. So I think when you're mindful, then you can be, uh, think about others. And I think it's about putting others in the frame and actually going out of your way to find out what makes people work, what makes them, you know, what things are difficult for them. And so it's, it's also having those conversations are very, very important. I think you can't be kind unless you, you listen, unless okay. you go out and you, you're interested in people. Yeah. Um, and also really, you know, finding ways that work very well for you, that, that you can be kind. So as I said, for me to be kind, it's really asking someone to come in for a conversation to take a real interest in people. Yeah. So I think you can't be kind unless you you actually put yourself in somebody else's shoes. So the whole thing of compassion and mindfulness and generosity, giving much more than what people expect. Yeah. Because that's where the real job takes place. Yeah, great. Just giving just enough. Yeah. I always find giving more than people expect yeah. has huge impact. Yeah, love that. Love and that. Also looking at the next generation. So as a kind leader, you know, you have to be kind to the people you work with, um, your colleagues and people you're equal, but also those coming up behind, setting an example um, every day. And I think that's where it comes back to what is the brand, what is your brand, what are the qualities that you stand for. So for me, it's things like, you know, trust is very important as a leader because if people don't trust you, then there's no nothing, there's integrity, your values. Great. And for me, values are kindness. Yeah. Um, and excellence, you know, I mean, I wouldn't take, um, I'm not being afraid of failure, I guess, yep. because I think we live in a world where we don't encourage people to fail, but I think you learn, I've learned much more from my failures than from my successes. Yeah, great. Great. Um, I think I think you're right. That that fear of failure stops so many people um, uh, moving forward sometimes because they they they're scared of that loss. But every failure that I've had has never been permanent. Um, it's always been a bit of a learning experience. But it, it, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Great stuff. So what what I want to do is. Um, I want to end our uh, interview, Pinky. What we do is on our on our podcast, we ask our listeners a question of the podcast. Now, typically, that's not time kindness related. That's just uh, helps us get a, a bit of an insight into uh, into our listeners. So, I just want to just a quick fire round of um, of uh, questions. Um, so, um, what's the most inspiring movie you've ever seen? Oh my God, what's the inspiring movie I've ever seen? Well, which one? But I mean, inspiring, I, I love these rom-com kind of movies. Okay. To be honest. But I love something like Julie and Julia because it's all about food. <laughs> yeah, that's about Julia Childs, isn't it? Sorry? Is that about Julia Childs? Yes, and I 
about Ju- yes, Julia Charles. It's about Julia Charles. So okay. I love that because I love the way she became what she became and was amazing. She was, you know, it was fantastic. So I love okay. that So I've got a food-related one for you. What's your favourite biscuit? Biscuit? Yes. Oh, gosh. I, I, um, what biscuit do I like? So many. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Custard cream's a good choice. Who's the best Muppet? The best? Muppet from Sesame Street or, or Kermit the Frog or... Who, who's the best one? I, I didn't get that, sorry. So, uh, you, know the, uh, you know the Muppets, Pinky? You know Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy and stuff like that? Who's, who's the best one? Okay, fair enough. Um, right, let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. Uh, two seconds. Let me take a look. What's the favourite thing about where you live? What is the favourite thing about where you live? Favourite thing about where I live? Yeah. Oh well, I like where I live because it's um, very a very quick walk to the station. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course. So the kitchen is really large, and my favourite instrument yeah. in the kitchen is this timer I have. It's two timers together, and I couldn't live without these two timers. Okay, fair enough. So, so two times in, in the kitchen, and let me give you one more as we're as we're on a bit of a roll. What's the best piece of advice you've ever had? The best piece of advice I've ever had is. Always be yourself. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Pinky, can you tell uh, to our listeners where they can find out a bit more about you and your projects? Well, you know, they can go online and see everything on uh, womenfuture.co.uk. Okay. Or um, if they want to find out more about what I do, I think, I think they can just Google me and hopefully something will come up. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. And I'll put some, we'll put some links in the show notes uh, when people listen, so they can, um, so they can uh, find uh, what they need from their self. Um, they may want to, and this is just an aside. They may want to listen to Desert Island Disc, which I did two years ago. Okay, great. Um, I'll, I'll, and what I'll do is I'll put the link to that on the show notes too. That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, keep up the great work with your daughter. Keep, uh, keep, getting, keep doing the wonderful omelette. I, I will. And, and this is the only podcast interview I've ever done, Pinky, where I've left feeling hungrier than I, <laughs> than I started. <laughs> I've got meetings, I can't do it, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, it's been a huge pleasure. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Bye. Pinky. Bye. So, that was Pinky. Pinky's good, isn't she? Yeah. Shall we get on the show? Yeah. Tis the end of my life. <laughs> that would be really loud on, on the podcast. There would be people going, Why did you just shout I at me? I really doubt so hard, I need um, oxygen. Um, right, so last week's question of the podcast was, 
what who is the most overrated um, actor or musician? And you know my answer all day long, Nick Cage. and for a few years now, Mr. Nicholas Cage. Um, but there was a few unexpected answers from our listeners. Um, Dan Gayla at DJG Financial said um, he thinks Bruce Springsteen and Al Pacino are overrated. Al Pacino is an amazing actor, but he has made some great films, but also some pretty poor ones. So um, I, 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 Everyone I, makes mistakes, but you can think of it. It's all right, no worries. There is a film coming out with Al Pacino, Robert Nero, Harvey Keitel that looks brilliant and directed by Martin Scorsese, so that would be good. Um, Paul Clarier said, I understand that Morrissey is tone deaf, which explains why he only ever flips between two or three notes. Therefore, he probably doesn't count as a musician. Um, Christina Georgiou said, overrated musician, Leona Lewis. I don't rate her, to be honest. Yeah. I don't like one of her songs. Yeah. Keep breathing, keep, keep breathing. And then most overrated band, and this is where Christina and I might have a little falling out. She said the Beatles, Charlotte. She what? I know. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, she said, like, madness or something, because that would no, Madness would have been bad. Madness would have been bad. But the Beatles, come on. The Beatles are clearly amazing. Um, and she reckons overrated actor slash actress, Nicole Kidman. Uh, she used to be married to Tom Cruise. She was in, um, she's been in loads of different films. But I saw her in a film Someone recently. Someone needs to remind me to watch Inception. Inception's a great film. I saw a film recently with Brian Cranston, um, uh, what's his, who's the, Kevin Hart and Nicole Kidman in, and she was brilliant in that, so uh, that that was good. Phil Billingham said, I've got two nominations, both of them are Morrissey. So she, he clearly doesn't like Morrissey. Um, Darren Cook said, Kanye West, mostly overrated by himself. Alistair Cunningham, a man after my own heart, just said, don't even get me started on Nicholas Cage. <laughs> He's right, you're right. Al, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I want a Nicholas Cage pillow. Um, and this is going to be controversial in this room. Richard Earl, friend of the show, but maybe no more, has said, Beyonce. It's fair to say that Charlotte dis- It's fair to say that Charlotte disagrees, Rich, let's be honest. Rohan Sibajoti said Emily Sanday gets everywhere too. She'd be at the opening of a bag of crisps. <laughs> Bit harsh. Um, Sarah Sutherland said Emma Watson. And I'm I'm inclined to agree with that. I don't think Emma Watson's as good as uh, as, as good as um, people make it out to be. Louise said the whole cast of TBBT. I don't know what TBBT is, do you? I'm Googling it. And a million percent Cliff Richard. Um, 
Who's Cliff Richard? Cliff Richard is a guy who uh, it is. I got myself for crying, talking, leaping, walking, living. No, you ever heard that? No. Um, TV. Oh, the Big Bang Theory. I agree with that. I don't think the Big Bang Theory is that good. Uh, it's not the best sitcom. The IT crowd are. Now that, if you want to do geeky and funny, that's the way you do it. And that, my friends, is all we've got time for this week. Um, so, on that particular note, we're off on our holidays. Uh, hopefully, you've had good holidays of summer. Let us know. Send us your holly, holiday pics at holokindness.com with a hashtag. You were doing the information forum. Why? Twitter at holokindness, and then you just took search for kindness project and you can. The email, the email and the Twitter and Facebook public. But send us holiday bits. We'll share yeah, a few yeah. of ours and send us holiday yeah. bits. Let's have some nice positive summer pictures for us to share. Um, and on that particular holiday-based note, we'll see you next time. Bye.